0: Help support the North Omaha History Podcast by going to NorthOmahaHistory.com slash podcast, click on the Patreon icon, and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. And we'd like to thank Jim Collison, Wanda Lewis, and Lori Schwartz for being patrons. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. The Miller Park neighborhood was the place where Adam learned to race dirt bikes, built forts, caught crawdads, and threw newspapers. But he also watched the gangbangers flood into and decimate the area. He heard drive-bys and gunshots rattle through his youth. His brother and, and him got into fights while sisters herded in wild cats and guinea pigs. In the backyard. Uh, But Adam's old neighborhood is filled with gems of uh, historic houses, churches, beautiful school, uh, and its once glorious namesake park. Uh, Adam, let's start by uh, telling us who was George Miller and and take it from there.
1: Dr. George Miller. Picture Pioneer Omaha in 1854. A group of these Easterners came into. from council bluffs and they decided they were going to make omaha great and make a million bucks doing it and dr george miller became one of them pretty quick uh, he was omaha's one of the first doctors in omaha and uh, came to omaha with a bit of money already when he got there he started speculating right away and one of the areas that he speculated in was up north he bought land from a man named parker and parker was one of the early bankers at the florence bank and Parker sold over some of his land there to Miller. And uh, Miller eventually opened up a neighborhood right next to Fort Omaha. Fort Omaha had been sold to the United States Army by Augustus Kuntz in the 1860s. And George Miller saw that, hey, wait a second, these soldiers are gonna need places to live. So let me open up this sl- slice of land that I conveniently have next door to their fort for development. He laid out the streets. Uh, they started planting trees right away. In 1890, er, I'm sorry, in, eight, in the late 1880s, uh, Miller made a deal with the city of Omaha to buy his uh, land that became Miller Park. Uh, him and the and the city's uh, parks commissioner, or the very first parks commissioner, planted a thousand trees across the park uh, to make it an attractive place to be. In. And presumably one of those trees is actually still standing today at Miller Park Bond. But the point is that uh, they really intentionally made this into a neighborhood. It did not develop fast, though. It took some time for the subdivisions to really come in and, and take over. One of the very first subdivisions uh, that, that took off, though, that really became popular, was put in by a young real estate agent uh, around 1914. Before he built the Minelusa neighborhood, before he platted the Florence Field, uh, this guy, his name was Charles Martin. And uh, Charles Martin went ahead and platted a little corner of the Miller Park neighborhood that he called Belle Isle. Belle Isle was to be filled with fancy, beautiful, and intentionally wonderful craftsman-style homes, four-square homes um, that that were really tall and gorgeous. And he filled up three blocks with them from Kansas all the way back to Heimbaugh, and he just really made them look sharp and neat. Uh, And and when he did that, uh, he just really set the pace for the rest of the neighborhood. And another section of houses came in along Fort Street right away, and then another section started around the school and where it was built. You know, the Miller Park School was actually opened in the early 1900s, but they didn't get that fine, beautiful building until 1912. And Miller Park School took a lot of different forms. But the idea eventually is that the whole neighborhood infilled uh, by actually right after World War II when they put in a whole beautiful collection of duplexes around 27th and Heimbaum. that doesn't sound too exciting but i'll tell you what steve they're really neat i actually have an article all about the miller park duplex historical district i named it that i took some liberty uh it's on northomahahistory.com but definitely a a beautiful start to the neighborhood
0: now this is a quote from from your blog Uh, i'll paraphrase it a little bit but different from its uh neighbors miller park uh, filled in on its uh, own volition without a development comp- company or comprehensive plan. So there, there was a mixed style throughout the neighborhood. Still still is.
1: Right. So if you can picture that chunk, the Miller Park neighborhood itself extends from the Florence Boulevard to North 30th Street. And then from the Sorenson Parkway today to Kansas Avenue. And within that area, there were actually several developers there that, that, that did them in chunks. So Charles Martin took that corner and did Belle Isle. But that was just one corner of, uh, you know, 40 or 50 or 60 different blocks. And uh, within that area, you ended up with 30 different housing styles. Some of the houses were built as early as 1880 and the, the, with the newest ones uh, in the 1950s. And everything in between them uh, was a different style. So you ended up with these beautiful uh, craftsman style homes. You ended up with actual Sears Kitts homes. You had bungalows. You had American Foursquare. You had all these different styles that were just kind of mingling and, and and it makes every single block there pop. a terrible thing happened though, Steve, and you know you and I talked about this a little bit before we started recording here, but in the 1950s and 60s, white flight began sweeping across all of North Omaha. White people in Omaha generally and and I'm making a gross generalization here, but you know they don't want to live next to African Americans. It just holds as a truism. when you look at all of the housing trends, when you look at all the patterns, um uh, Palma Joy Strand is a professor at Creighton University who's been studying this and reading a recent journal article that she put out, I learned that uh, there's actually been a long standing trend over the last 100 years, but especially um, heightened and, and put into force in the last 70 years where white Omaha's fled to West Omaha, they just leave, no- they left North Omaha. And that's not the entire case, we have neighborhoods like Florence and Minnelusa and other areas where white people are trying to live amongst African Americans. But in the Miller Park neighborhood specifically, uh there was this pattern of, of uh ultimately segregation where where white people left and African Americans could were could afford to live there and not live in other communities. And what that left were were houses that were owned by absentee landlords people who didn't live in the neighborhood and who don't live in the neighborhood still today but rent them out at really cheap rates but don't maintain the homes don't take pride in the neighborhood and aren't really invested in keeping it safe or or a supportive environment for young people to grow up in and for families to exist so the there's an investment in actually tearing down the old houses that are in that neighborhood and miller park is really suffering a, a kind of blight right now a Uh, Some people even call it benign neglect, a sense that that it's good for this neighborhood to get torn down. And that's really too bad because there's some neat development that's happening too, Steve. You know, right on the corner of 30th and Fort is the spot where the iconic Mr. C's restaurant was for more than 50 years. Mr. C's closed down in the 2000s, and its space sat empty for a decade. But just in the last couple of years, that was cleared out, and now they're building a gigantic a development group called White Lotus Development is building a gigantic uh, multi-use building that has commercial space and residential space, uh, apartments that they're going to rent out to students at Metro, Te- or Metro College, which is right across the street now in the old Fort Omaha. So there's some winning that's happening. There's some new development, some new energy, some new sense of possibility that's coming into the neighborhood after 20, 30, 40 years of neglect. And it's a really exciting time that's coming into Miller Park neighborhood for sure.
0: And, and the houses, the churches, the businesses uh, had at one time were just incredible. To a certain extent, they still are.
1: You know, and, and I don't think anybody's going to argue with the potential of the Miller Park neighborhood. Oh, my goodness. I, I grew up going to the Pearl Memorial United Methodist Church. It sits on the corner of 24th and Ogden and is a stellar building. I actually wrote a, a history article about it specifically that's at NorthOmahaHistory.com as well. And Steve, that, that church is still phenomenal looking. Today it's occupied by a Hispanic congregation that's, that's uh, Pentecostal. And, and it's, it's a pretty exciting building uh, because of its beauty. But there are others that are tucked away inside of the Miller Park neighborhood as well. You know, south of Fort Street, there are two churches that are over 100 years old, but you wouldn't know it by driving around the neighborhood because they don't announce it. They don't scream it. It's not phenomenal. They're just regular looking wooden buildings that have lasted the, the stand of time. You know, some of the other cool fixtures around the neighborhood included commercial building that's at 30th and Ellison. There are some. There's an old grocery store at the corner of 27th and Fort. I could go on about these for days. The point is that the neighborhood, the Miller Park neighborhood, is just packed with a lot of goodies, but they're hidden from the rest of Omaha's site because of the condition of the neighborhood today. And that's one of the things, you know, about gentrification in the future that North Omaha is going to have to face. In order to survive and in order to rescue some of these uh, historical places, we're going to have to face gentrification in the eye and see if there's any positive growth that can come from it, to see if we can actually have low income home- people stay in these homes, but it's still uh, have them stay upkept and beautiful, uh, to see if we can re-secure these neighborhoods for all families, African-American families, white families, Hispanic, Latino families, but keep them in good condition and make them safe and supportive environments for kids and families to be in, this kind of thing over and over, Steve. It's so important that we see a positive future for Miller Park if only because of the historic buildings, but also, and of course, because of the families and children who are growing up there as well. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and
0: historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on
1: another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.